The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, as it was in the <coughs> days of Noah, so it will be all the coming of the Son of Man. In those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day that Noah entered the ark. They did not know until the flood came and carried them all away. So will it be also at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be out in the field. One will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and one will be left. Therefore, stay awake. For you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too, you also must be prepared. For at an hour you do not expect the Son of Man will come. The Gospel of the Lord. <clears throat> Today we start the wonderful time, great gift from our Father, what we call the Advent. We know what is Advent. As we know, Advent is the first liturgical season of the church calendar, and it is a period of conversion and spiritual preparation for Christmas. We need to prepare physically and spiritually. That is why we change all the liturgical vestments, lights, musical instruments. All these are symbols to help us to convert interiorly heart and mind. Yes, what God expects of each one of us is this change. Change of heart, change of mind, change of lifestyle. To change our behavior, we have to change our mind. And this is the time, the right time, don't expect another time. The church, guided by the Holy Spirit and taught from her own experience, knows very well that men are always tempted to involve and immerse it in the material world 
and forget God and neglect their eternal salvation. Do we compromise our eternal salvation? Do we know what is eternal separation from God? To warn us, St. John wrote these words in his first letter. Do not love the world, all the things of the world. If anyone loves the world and the, lo <clears throat> the love of the Father is not in him, for all that is in the world, sensual lust, enticement of the eyes, and a pretentious life is not from the Father, but is from the world. Yet the world and its enticements are passing away, but whoever does the will of God remains forever. Let us in this wonderful time work hard to know the will of God, to live with him eternally. By the word, St. John meant all that is hostile toward God and alienated from him. Love of the world and love of God are thus mutually exclusive. Do not know, <clears throat> do you, do you not know that to be a lover of the world means enemies with God? Therefore, whoever wants to be a lover of the world makes himself an enemy of God, says James 4, 4. By the sensual lust, he meant literally the lust of the flesh, inordinate desire for physical gratification. By enticement for the eyes, he meant literally the lust of the eyes, avarice or covetousness. The eyes are regarded as the windows of the soul. By pretentious life, he meant literally pride of life, arrogance or ostentation in one's earthly style of life that reflects a willful independence from God and others. We are created in the image of God to be his obedient children not to follow our whims. So, it is the duty of the church to warn and remind her children to awake from sleep. Cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light and to get ready to meet the Lord of light and life 
whenever he comes. Yes, Jesus Christ came and his, he has come to meet each one of us where we are. And this is the time to prepare to meet this Savior, to open our hearts, to give him our life, and to be led by him. It is the hour now for you to awake from sleep. There is a kind of sleep proper to the soul and another proper to the body. Saint Augustine tells us the sleep of the soul consists in forgetting about God, whereas the soul who has stayed awake knows who is who its maker is. But just as he who sleeps, though the sun has already risen and the day is already hot, thinks it is still night because he is not awake to see the newborn day. So there are some people who even though Christ is here and the truth is being preached, are still asleep as far as their soul is concerned. This is the time to be awake. This is the time to be awake, not to sleep. There is a fable which tells of three apprentice devils who were coming to this earth to finish their apprenticeship apprenticeship. They were talking to Satan, the chief of the devils, about their plans to tempt and to ruin men. The first said, I will tell them there is no God. Satan said, that will not delude many, for they know that there is a God. The second said, I will tell men there is no hell. Satan answered, you will deceive no one that way. Men know even now that there is a hell for sin. The third said, I will tell men there is no hurry. Go, said Satan, and you will ruin them by the thousand. The most dangerous of all delusions is that there is plenty of time. The most dangerous day in man's life is when he learns that there is such a word as tomorrow. There are things which must not be put off, for no man knows if for him or her tomorrow will ever come. We know, you see, from our daily life, this happens. How many cinnamon do you see? They are the quick. 
Those people are like us. They were waiting for tomorrow. Never live till tomorrow that which you can do today, said Benjamin Franklin. Let us listen to Augustine, how he shut off this dangerous tomorrow and cast off the attachments of the flesh once for all. He said, I left myself still enslaved by my iniquities, and therefore did I groan to myself, how long? How long must I continue saying tomorrow, tomorrow? Why not now? Why not at one instant make an end of all uncleanness? And behold, I heard a voice like that of a child in the house next door, repeating in a sing-song tone, take up and read, take up and read. I rose up and returned to where I had left the book of the apostle. I took it quickly into my hand, opened it and read in silence the first passage on which my eye happened to fall. Having read the verses we have just read, let us conduct ourselves properly as in the day, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in promiscuity and licentiousness, not in rivalry and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. Augustine continues, I read no further, nor was there any need to, for with the end of this sentence, as by a clear and constant light infused into my heart, the darkness of all former doubts was immediately driven away. Yes, this is to read the gospel of life and love daily, daily, daily. And decide what we should decide. Not wait for tomorrow. Not wait for another year. We don't know. So let's conclude with these words. Lord, Advent is there, but so is family tension. Advent is here, but so are dysfunctional relationships. <clears throat> Advent is here, but so are old habits. Advent is here, but gone are people we love. Advent is here, but old baggage still exists. Advent is here, but fears surface. You say, I see all that, and I can handle all that. <clears throat> you say, so do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. 
I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You say, peace is what I live with you. It is my own peace that I give you. I do not give it as the world does. Do not be worried and upset. Do not be afraid. You say, tell everyone who is discouraged, be strong and don't be afraid. God is coming to your rescue. What looks unscalable, you boost me over. What seems unbearable, you bring me through unbelievably. What can't be managed, you say, let down your guard and I will guard you. Amen. <clears throat>